This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Stephen Seth back with you on a Monday edition of Orange Nation. And as we do at this time every Monday, pleased to be joined by SU assistant coach Adrian Autry, brought to you every week by Ferron and Son. And, uh, Coach, let's start with that uh, dramatic 82-75 overtime win uh, down in D.C. on Saturday. For 30 minutes, uh, the Hoyas had you. And then with about 10 minutes to go, you're down 13, and all of a sudden a flip gets switched. What changed from those first 30 minutes to the the final 10 of regulation that that allowed you to get back in the game, force overtime, and ultimately win that thing? Well, I think uh, we got a couple couple of stops. At, at some point during that long period that we were stretching and um, guys started making some shots and, uh, you know, that, that desperation and the adrenaline gets going. And uh, we got a couple of things to go our way and then our offense kind of started rolling. So we're creating some more energy and some more pressure on them. You know, uh, we we look at this game and, and it, it seemed to be the breakout game for O'Shea Brissett. He had been good throughout the course of this season and, and steadily getting better. But 25-14 and 14 and eight of those rebounds on the offensive end, uh, what did you think of his performance? And uh, did you guys see this coming based on, on practices that you've had recently? Uh, or, or, or or was this a, you know, a surprise to an extent for the coaching staff? Well, no, not a surprise. I mean, again, if you looked at all his games and you looked at him, and I know, you know, you know, I do, you know, just because he's in my group. He was always two or three shots from rattling in and out to everyone saying, man, he can really shoot, you know, as opposed to people saying that he, he couldn't shoot. And I think there's a big difference when, you know, someone struggles to shoot. But he had, you know, every game two or three shots, literally three pointers that would rattle in and out. And so, you know, you kind of seen it coming. You knew, you know, it would start falling. He can shoot. He shoots it in practice. He's a really good shooter. I think it was just, you know, this this is the game where, you know, they started falling for him. Um, and so, uh, you know, as a surprise, no. Um, you know, I think we, we all knew that, you know, we've seen this and we know, you know, kind of this is kind of the game that, uh, that kind of showed what we've been saying in practice and all throughout. Down 13 with about 10 minutes to go, and uh, you guys decided to go to the press. And as Seth brought up earlier in the show, it's not like you guys forced a ton of turnovers on the press, but you did uh, increase the tempo, and you forced Georgetown to, to take some quick shots. They made some of them. They missed some of them, but it created extra possessions for you guys, and then you got hot uh, on the offensive end. Was this a case where you know the press worked, even though it didn't really work in terms of, of, of you know, creating turnovers, if that makes any sense? No, I, I, exactly, I know exactly what you mean i mean even as a staff we talked about it it was it was one of those things where um it just kind of it kind of worked in our favor uh and we got the stops at, at a time that once our offense clicked that's when we got a couple of stops which got us some extra possessions and and again it allowed it when we started making shots it allowed to, it allowed us to put pressure on them now how is this team so good on the offensive glass uh 19 offensive rebounds on tw- on 41 missed shots what is it that makes this team so good on, on offensive rebounding? They go after it. I mean, we got fast jumpers, fast twitch guys. Everybody talks about bulk and big and this and this and that. But this game is played differently now, and um, you got to have athletes. And we got very good athletes, and they, and they go after it. They pursue the basketball. They get up off the floor quickly um, before someone can even get a body on them. So I think, you know, and we normally have two or three guys going going after it every time. 
Jim Beheim was asked about the rivalry afterwards. I know you lived through it, and he said, you know, this was a great game today. It, it was a firecracker compared to, you know, a bomb when Syracuse and Georgetown played in the, in the 80s and 90s. Did you feel like, you know, with Patrick Ewing uh, on the bench and, and it, it was, a you know, a pretty full house, uh, it was a good game, goes into overtime. Did you feel like the rivalry, like there's still, there's still a spark there between Syracuse and Georgetown? Did you get that sense on Saturday? I did. I did. I mean, especially from the way the arena was filled. They hadn't had a game like that all year. And, uh, you know, and it was, you know, to, to kind of walk in there and, you know, uh, see the, see the fans and see the signs, just see, you know, you know, the orange people, you know, the orange fans there, Syracuse fans there and, and Georgetown got people came out, you know, kind of going back and forth, uh, during the game. You know, you, you got that feeling. What did you think of Patrick Ewing as the head coach? Obviously, the first you got to look at him. I thought he did a really good job. I mean, I think uh, I, th- I thought he did. A, I-, I thought he was doing a good job up in, you know, all, all-, all season long. Um, you know, you kind of they have an identity. You know how they want to play, and he wants to get in your face and, and physical, and they want to run, get up, get up the court. So I thought he did a good job. I mean, literally, they had us down thirteen points, and they kind of pretty much, you know. We're winning the game up until you know the, the you know until we got into overtime. Eighty six seventy nine, the final. Syracuse beats Georgetown uh, in overtime, and again, this was the first and and only true road game on the non conference schedule. And I know it's Georgetown. I know you want to win every game. Did this game feel a little more important? Did you stress that importance to the players again, knowing that the committee emphasizes wins away from the dome? You know, t- to go on the road, your only true road game in non conference play to get that win. Did did you guys stress the importance to the players during during practice last week? No, no. I mean, I think every game is, is important. Uh, you know, um, you know, no different than any other game. You know, we want to we want to prepare for every game the same. Um, and I thought uh, the guys did a really good job of, of focusing in. I think they've done a good job so far. Up, you know, so far of just kind of you know approaching it. You know, the, the same way we approach every every other game. How do you approach this week? Because if if you look at the numbers, uh, these will be the second and third. Uh, best opponents of the non-conference. So how do you now turn from Georgetown, pretty quick turnaround, to play Saturday to Tuesday, um, and then, of course, Friday? How do you approach these games? Well, I, I think as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a coach and a coaching staff, you know, the one thing about coaches is that, again, we prepare for every game and we respect every opponent. So it's no different, I think, uh, for players. You love to have these turnaround games and get back on the court and, you know, and kind of compete, you know, um, and get ready. I think they are, they're aware of, you know, how good Buffalo is. I know they're aware of how good Buffalo is. You know, we're just taking it one game at a time. So, uh, you know, I, it's it's the same preparation that we, we normally do, but in these short turnaround games, you know, you can't practice as much and practice as long, but you spend more time just, you know, going over and preparing for the team. So how good is Buffalo? I mean, we know that they're they're one of the favorites in their conference. We know they're off to a good start. We know they have a high RPI. Uh, what can you tell us about the Bulls? You know, tough team, undersized team, you know, as far as, you know, compared to our smaller team, but uh, aggressive. They get after it. They get in your face. Uh, they have multiple guys that can, you know, make plays and get in the lane. You know, those, you know, they, 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 they're not, they won't be intimidated and they're looking forward to this game. I, I can tell you that, you know, they, you know, um, so it'll be a tough test for us. You know, I, I know last week we talked about finals and how that may change the schedule uh, uh, up for the the practice team. The practice is a little bit. How does uh, break change things up? Is it is it more time with the guys? Is it less time? Do they get to go home for for Christmas? Uh, you know what what what's kind of the the schedule here the next couple yeah. weeks? 
They, uh, you know, after Friday, they'll get a couple of days off, and then we're back at it because we play Eastern Michigan on the 27th. Uh, so, you know, they'll have a couple of days off, but once uh, school is out, you know, you get a chance to, you know, to get them in and spend more time with them, you know, during the day, uh, you know, still the same amount of uh, practice practice hours, but you can split it up. Now you can kind of get guys in early in the morning if you wanted to, you know, you can do, you can get a little bit more creative, but you definitely spend more time with them, you know, during the break. And it's all basketball now, you know, it's not, you know, them going back to study or going to classes and things like that. And those guys can kind of get some rest as well. All right, the next installment of the Adrian Autry Show tonight, 7 to 8 o'clock over at Stratomia. Uh, Coach, as always, appreciate the time, appreciate the insight. Great win on Saturday. Uh, we'll, uh, we look forward to hearing from you later tonight. All right, thank you. Talk to you later, man. All right, there he is, Adrian Autry. we got to take our final time out. We'll wrap up the show right after this on ESPN Radio.